This is a special edition of Late Night Health. I'm Mark Allen. Uh, this uh, month is National Sleep Awareness Month, and I think it's really important that we all get enough sleep. But what's happening, especially because of COVID in the last year, stress is getting in the way of our sleep. Our guest uh, is the chief medical officer from ResMed, and we're going to talk to Carlos Nunez. Uh, doctor, welcome back to Late Night Health. Is it true that people just are not getting enough sleep? It is true, yes. We just recently completed a survey of Americans and found that 50% of Americans are not sleeping as well as they were during this last year because of stress and worry. Uh, you know, the pandemic obviously has affected all of us, and it's having an effect on our sleep. Why is sleep so important? I mean, I know that the the recommendations, I think you recommend at least nine hours, eight to nine hours a night for an adult. Yeah, so the common recommendation is seven to nine hours, which we where we kind of get the eight hours from right in the middle there. Um, but yes, that's right. the recommendation. And you should be getting, you know, seven to nine hours every single night. And the things that you really should be doing are going to sleep more or less the same time every night, waking up more or less the same time every morning, seven days a week, not different for work or days off. Our bodies are built to sleep that way. When the sun goes down, we start to get ready inside for sleep when the sun comes up. So having that regular schedule, Keeping lights away from your eyes for that hour before sleep, meaning don't be staring at a phone or an iPad or a TV. You're tricking your body into thinking that that's sunlight, and it's harder to fall asleep afterwards. Um, and then avoiding things like too much alcohol close to bedtime or caffeine late in the day. Having a good dark place to sleep that's relatively cool. Actually, it's better for your body if the temperature is closer to like 68, 65 degrees in your room, not too warm. So those are the things we can do to help normal, healthy sleep. But if you believe you might be at risk of a sleeping disorder, everything from insomnia or restless leg syndrome to something like sleep apnea, talk to your physician. You know, the with sleep apnea, because that can be a life-threatening situation. Uh, are yes. the the units, the 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 devices that are used for sleep apnea? They used to make you look like you were Darth Vader. What about now? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good question because it's a reason why people are hesitant to learn more. They don't. They think they're going to be connected to this big device that, again, like you said, makes them look or sound like Darth Vader. I am a sleep apnea sufferer, and I was in denial for many years for some of the same reasons. But the devices in this day and age are smaller, quieter, much more comfortable less intrusive. My CPAP device is less quiet than the sound of the air conditioner blowing through the vents at night. Um, and I guarantee wow. you it's a lot more quiet than my snoring, which makes my wife quite happy. Um, and they're modern. You know, many of these devices are devices at ResMed. They're all connected to the Internet. You've got an app that uh, you can look at every morning to see how you're doing and whether you're using the device properly. And your doctor can monitor you from afar. In COVID times, you may not want to be going to the doctor's office for routine checkups. A lot of us are doing telemedicine visits. So a remotely connected, you know, internet connected CPAP device allows your doctor to see how you're doing and help you adjust your therapy. So things are much, much different and much better than they were. You know, uh, it's, not, no, it's not your dad's or your, or your grandpa's CPAP <laughs> machine. Uh, what about, uh, 
you know, over-the-counter sleep preps, uh, uh, especially some of the natural ones, the melatonin, a lot of people I've talked to, uh, especially in the last year, are using melatonin, but there's some problems with melatonin as well. Yeah, you know, I would talk to your doctor. I mean, melatonin is a naturally occurring substance in our bodies. It is, it's like a hormone that when the lights start to dim, our body secretes melatonin and it's telling your body hey sun's gone down it's time to find that little corner in the cave where we can bundle up <laughs> you know that, that that's how our brains were you know wired when we were not modern and you know living out in the jungle the, or in the wilderness the sun was our cue and so that's what you want to do uh is you know avoid those uh the lights that keep you up and and, and those things that can disrupt your sleep one of the things that occurred to me is that a hundred years ago everybody went to sleep when it got dark. Uh, yes, exactly you know, right. Maybe 120 years ago, right? Did yeah. we sleep better then, do you think? Um, hard to know, but we may have slept better in general as a population, but we probably had less information about sleep disorders. You know, sleep apnea has probably existed throughout man's uh, you know, evolution, as we evolve things like vocal cords and a throat and a tongue that allow us to talk, it also makes them floppier and easier to collapse when we sleep. And so we've probably been suffering for sleep apnea for thousands of years as humans, uh, and it's only recently that we can treat it more effectively. Uh, in our remaining moments, you mentioned your wife didn't li doesn't like your snoring. My wife woke me up twice last night because of mine. I don't believe I have sleep apnea, but I have allergies. Is that a cause of snoring, or should I be checked out, and should other people who snore be checked out? Yeah, you know, if you snore, especially if you've been told you snore loudly, or if it sounds like you might stop breathing while you snore, absolutely talk to your doctor. Yes, allergies, anything that causes stuffiness in the nose might make you breathe more through your mouth while you sleep, and it could make you snore. Snoring does not automatically mean you have sleep apnea, but it is typically the number one symptom. So if it is bothersome, definitely, definitely ask your physician. And, of course, guys don't like going to the doctors in general, but that's a conversation for another another time. Uh, this is National Sleep Awareness Week. Our guest has been Dr. Carlos Nunez. Uh, doctor, if somebody is interested in ResMed, where you are the chief medical officer, what is that website, sir? Our website is resmed.com, R-E-S-M-E-D, but there's actually a great website that you can go to for general sleep information, especially during Sleep Awareness Week, Sleep for bettertomorrow.com. Lots of great information about sleep, questions that uh, can help you discover whether you might be at risk for a sleeping disorder. So lots of good information, sleepforbettertomorrow.com. Doctor, thank you very much. I know we have to, to move on here. Thank you very much. This is Late Night Health. We'll be back very soon.